I do. I love cats. I will admit I love cats. But this new member of our family, it wasn't like I had much of a choice. It was my wife saying, I have wanted a ragdoll kitten for a very long time. And you're not standing in my way. Like, you're not going to be a barrier. We are getting a ragdoll kitty. And this is when we're going to pick them up. Problem is, uh, now I don't know, like, I don't want our, our floors to be torn up. I don't want our furniture to be torn up. I don't want things on the walls. I'm very concerned about this cat scratching everything. Hey, let's build it on radio.com with Corey Heppola and from Lindus Construction, Andy Lindus. I don't know, Andy, you ever have a situation like that? I don't know when it flipped where it wasn't even a discussion anymore. It was my wife just telling me we're getting a cat. Oh, on uh, on more than one occasion. And uh, all the way back to the first animal that we ever had, we were, I don't know, seven, eight months pregnant with uh, my, my oldest child who's 22 now. Um, and she showed up with a four month old black lab that her father had found on the side of the road, which is how we almost gotten all of our pets. They just seem to show up in our lives. And no matter as much as we try to foster, they end up becoming ours. So yeah, yeah. I just put in brand new white Berber par- carpet in the house. I, uh, was living in as well. And between a new baby and a puppy that, that carpet was a very, very poor decision. I, you know, for, for me. I wouldn't worry about the claws and the scratching. Yes, that can be an issue, but it's all the bodily fluids that come along with an animal that uh, is more the worry than, than, than anything. And that's why I've designed my homes to be very pet friendly and very sanitary and easy to clean up afterwards, which carpet isn't one of those items. Okay, so tell me what I need to know about pet ownership, Andy. Uh, yes, Um I, honestly, if I were, could go back in time, I would have fought harder on how we acquired this dog. So I wouldn't be 22 years in and I just have to live with animals showing up. So you might have already crossed that bridge. This might be how it's going to roll the rest of your life. You give a little and next thing you know, you got three giant dogs trying to get into your bedroom with you every <laughs> single night, uh, which is which is my case. But durability when it comes to home improvements is is something that we always look for. And there's definite some differences in what you can do. My main floor is bamboo bamboo hardwood i think is is the best of both worlds soft enough to walk on still ten thousand times stronger than most of the other hardwoods out there it looks like a hardwood which the plank flooring doesn't do but the plank flooring is durable and you can refinish it over time so if uh, from a home improvement standpoint the durability and the ease of maintenance bamboo is hard to beat when it comes to pets and i'm telling you it's a runway for i have 120 pound great dane and 260 pound labs that are in and out of the house and and my bamboo floor looks like the day i installed it seven years ago Mm. great dane beautiful dog beautiful dog but uh the unfortunate part is he thinks he's a a lap dog um my furniture doesn't last in my homes as long as it should um my 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 bed is a spot that he tries to sneak into every night and trying to be a 120 pound dog and sneaky not so much so but my lab this is the one dog that i think i've taken the time to train on if i had one advice for you train 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 i mean the pets are as only good as their owners this lab will go and ring a doorbell to go outside to use the restroom where my other dogs would go and scratch that door. And next thing I know, it's, it's beat the heck. The wood trim needs to be fixed. The, the handle goes to hell. It's just not a, 
training of the the animals, Corey, is is step one. I think uh, cats probably a little bit easier. I think they're a little bit smarter than the average canine. It seems like they they take care of their business a little bit easier. But I had a cat though. Every time I left, it would pee on the floor somewhere, like it was pissed off trying to make a point. So <laughs> having carpet might not be a good thing there for you. They are vengeful. We had a cat before, and um, this was back before I even met Camille. And I went on a road trip, not a road trip. I was covering an NFL team. And so I did an overnight and I was away one night and I left him there. I gave him extra food, extra water. And I came back uh, to my little apartment and I came back and he had, and he was completely potty trained, but he had pooped right on my pillow, nowhere else, but right on my pillow. And so like cats, man, they, they know. Um, All right. So bamboo floors. Okay. Bamboo floors, uh, any type of tiling floor, ceramic floor, anything that you can spill on and wipe up easily. If it's going to absorb the bodily fluids, not a good floor for pets. I think Uh, as far as, as far as staying clean and and having good hygiene in your house and, and pet dander and hair, it's much easier on hardwood and in harder floors than, than, than carpet is. Okay, so we've got the floors. What about what else should I know? I mean, you'd mentioned about doors and, and, and your dog scratching them up. I don't know if I'll have to worry about that, but but anything else, walls or doors? Um, I, I love the idea of a doggy door, but they're so wildly inefficient to try to install those even into your garage way. Like when I do a blower door test and people have these pet doors that a, a pet can come in and out, just know, yeah, is it nice? Can it lead to some unintended consequences like uh, my heating bill going up, especially when it's 14 below outside or or things of that nature for sure, or condensation issues. Um, As far as uh, kennels go and where you lock your pet up, that can be uh, uh, the materials that you use in those areas can be an issue. But as far as when it comes to pets, man, it's all about the training and the flooring, I think, uh, and having a nice area outside. One of the best things I ever did was and i hate fencing and i hate kennels outside but i installed that invisible fencing around the exterior of my home and as far as with three dogs you know they having a yard that they do their business in a larger area than one area and for me i'm kind of a yard nut i really take a lot of pride in, in how the my exterior of my home looks so having them be able to roam the entire area instead of just concentrate on one spot you know how many times i go into people's houses and we get on the deck and that's where the dog does their business or the cat does their business or, or the, the entire yard, you can't walk through where, where you're running into that. It's just people need to keep that in mind. And, and I, I hate to tell you, one cat usually turns into two and then three. And the next thing you know, you're going to have, you're going to be the, the crazy cat Corey. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everyone tells me. You're supposed to have two. You're not supposed to just stay at one. You're supposed to have two. What, what about yeah. like, Cleaning products. Do you have any cleaning products that you use? Um, first, if you, if you were to peek behind the curtain and, and how how my my world is, I'm with you. My wife jumps and, and I say, oh, hi. So cleaning products, it's all natural. It's vinegar and we have some bleach that she'll make her own solution that way. But my wife uh, is very diligent about detergents and what we're using and environmentally conscious that way. I just... Uh, you ever heard the phrase, uh, it's not a mountain you want to die on? That's that's a definitely a mountain I, I need to die on. So I have no idea why we pick those things. I just know this is what my wife says to use, and I do. And, and it seems to work okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I, uh, I ended up in this position and I, and I learned that, you know what, there are things that uh, when you're first married, you understand that, okay, you, you get, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to fight about this or I'm, I'm going to like, um, wait a second. We didn't discuss this and bring that up. There, there comes a point in time in a relationship where you just realize, okay, this is going to make you happy. She's my wife is so incredibly happy over Martin Van Puren. That's the cat's name is uh, yeah. named after the eighth president, Martin Van Puren, Marty. Perfect. She's so happy. This is, I mean, it's been a great, it's been a great match. Yeah. And, and you don't, as long as you're happy and you're happy with it, but you have kids involved, so you could do dirty pool and show up with a puppy someday. And now what's Camille going to say? You got the puppy there. Once a kid sees the animal, it's all bets off, Corey. So if, uh, if you were the dog guy and she's the cat person, I still, still think you got some, some room to get after it. But if she's happy and you're happy, hey, what, what more do you want? So now I do have a, a built-in excuse. So if something breaks, something happens, something smells, I can now go, well, had to be either one of the three kids – or Marty. I mean, it had to be the cat. And, and that's mm-hmm. where I'm leading you to this next thing, because, hey, here's what's trending, because if something breaks and it needs to be fixed, well, now you're looking at me. I've got to do it, although I can now blame it on somebody. Get out, get get out of the way there and then say, OK, it was a cat. Andy, as we're on the topic here, I was starting to think top three temporary home fixes and why they usually aren't worth the money. You know, this is a really good topic and and one I struggled with because I was trying to define in my own head what's temporary. Obviously, if you have a hole in the wall and you temporarily put a piece of tape over it, it's probably worth the the money uh, that the tape costs you. But it's not a fix that you're going to want to leave there for a very long time. So if it's a temporary fix that you know it's only temporary until you can address it, those fixes are usually worth the money, the time, and the effort. But if it's a fix that you're deeming as a temporary fix for a year or two years, those are the ones that usually aren't worth the money. Um, For instance, painting of the exterior of your home. If you're going to paint the exterior of your home because you're going to wait for two years to redo the siding or because when you put an addition on, it's usually not worth it because the amount of, of money that it costs to do that and what it's going to cost you down the road, you're, you're basically adding 20, 30% on to your exterior product project that you don't need to. And with today's amount of financing options available that are out there and some of the better options to than just painting your home, I just, I always caution people that, that I wouldn't use that as an option. I would maybe even hold off one year before starting the siding just because it doesn't do a lot in protecting. Now there's things you can do with caulking. There's things you can do with spray foam. There's things that you can do to protect that area, but when it comes to painting on the outside as a temporary fix, not usually worth it. When it comes to painting, because you're going to continue to paint it every other year for the rest of your life. That's if that's your problem, that's what you're doing. Then yeah, maybe it's worth it, but holding off. No, not so much. Okay. So we classify that as number one. That's, that's Mm -hmm. number one of the three. And, and I, I like what you're doing here. You defined it, but then also too, as I think about this, a lot of these are going to be like, it's just not worth the money. Like if you're going to invest in the, in the siding eventually, well, just invest in the siding. Don't invest also into a a paint job. That's going to cost you this amount. Exactly. And I I think that's, for me, it seems the smartest thing to do with all types of home improvements is to really look at it and, and think long term. So many emotional decisions get made on our house and we buy things. The, the amount of stories that I hear where people have had two or three things done to their house before they finally call me and we're taking care of it all at once. And really, they could have not done all those things. 
it just the amount of money spent and wasted on that is it, it's it's mind-boggling at times. The, the most expensive home improvement projects can be the one that we have to pay for twice, like yeah. insert windows. People people do this 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 project where they're going to put an insert in their window or put a storm window on the exterior of a crappy window or sometimes the plastic on the inside of the window that you can put up there yeah it does a good job but it's usually not addressing the issue there's air movement somewhere in your house that's not going to get addressed so a lot of times i'll go there and they'll they'll, they'll try three four different things on that window or put a different window in that window frame as that's an insert window now i'm coming in and redoing the entire window where you're, you're talking they might have spent 500 to 1500 dollars on that one opening over the last 10 years and it's two thousand dollars to put a brand new window in there. So you're taking a two thousand dollar window, and turning it into a thirty-five hundred dollar window. Mm-hmm. The the last one, Corey, mm-hmm. is going to be insulation, and and this is a topic that I think. Well, I know we'll be talking a lot more about in our in our next podcast. But if if I'm seeing one thing right now, and, and some of it has to do with the time of year, it's it's thirteen below outside right now for crying out loud. So we're looking at a lot more attics. But almost all of my insulation jobs that we're going to complete the month of February this year have had more than one type of insulation put in the attic before. That means I'm at least the third guy to come out and try to insulate it right. And it's not the insulation's fault whatsoever. We're adding more insulation. We're not addressing the air sealing. What I'm doing, I'm going in there and addressing the attic air sealing, the ventilation, and then adding more insulation. So... Long story short, if your plan is to add more insulation to your attic, chances are it's the wrong plan. You need to stop and reevaluate. And we'll talk more about that down the road because it's a it's a longer subject than than just a tip for sure. Okay, so these are the top three temporary house fixes and why they usually aren't worth the money. Number one was painting slash siding. Two was windows. Three was insulation, which go ahead. And, and not just windows, insert windows. If you're just adding a pocket window, some people call it an insert window. Some people call it. So long story short, you know, like uh, the crank out windows in your house that open oh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the part that opens, you remove that and then you put a new window inside that frame. So you're not replacing the trim, anything like that. All okay. of the things that have to do with, you know, air infiltration, water infiltration, things like that. And then they call you and say, hey, my windows are still frosting up. no. It's not the window's fault because I can tell you, I have some of the best windows in the world and I have my, my workout room is set right now at 74 degrees at one o'clock today, the wind, the, the air temperature in there was 77 degrees and it was 13 below outside. The windows are doing exactly what they're supposed to do, but everything is sealed around them. Everything is spray phoned around them. And, and so that's why you have that ability to get some solar heat gain. If you have air moving in the walls there, Corey, mm-hmm. you're spending $1,500 and not fixing anything. Yeah. Well, and then number three, which I know you well enough now. I know mm-hmm. you well enough. Insulation and, and improperly installed insulation. I mean, that's got to be like one of your top pet peeves. You get you get so fired up over the yeah, insulation. It's, it's um, builders are afraid of codes and more codes and more regulation. All business owners seem to be that way. They all want less regulation, less regulation. I'm the exact opposite here because I go into way too many attics where people try different things and hired a company and spent thousands of dollars and still didn't fix the issue. And, and I, where we live and I'm, I'm, I'm environmentally conscious, Corey. I mean, it's no, it's no coincidence that, uh, that I source my materials locally and I try to do everything I possibly can 
because, you know, I, I live outside. I want to be outside and I want it to be better for my kids. And I know that if you do this right, saving 30% on the energy costs in Minnesota would be a very doable thing. If you, if you are addressing attic air sealing and insulation, not only are you going to make your house more comfortable, you're actually going to save yourself a lot of money. But if you're adding insulation, you might actually make your house worse, believe it or not. Mm. All good stuff. One more thing. Hey, here's a pointer. This is something I'm super excited about. It's a battery here called the MX Fuel. This is going to be the way for light equipment. So we're talking giant concrete saws, generators, air compressors, things like that, that typically aren't battery operated that are either you have to plug in and find a power source or you're running it with like, like a normal generator with, with gas. And so this is pretty neat. This right here, as you can see, pretty light. I'm just sitting down, holding it up as a 3,600 watt generator. Not a very cheap piece of equipment, but it's just a little bit more than a normal generator. Here's the cool thing. Almost $40 a month it costs you to run a regular generator in gas and oil. Mm -hmm. This one, running the same amount of electricity, same amount of watts, same amount of pole being used for 30 days is $4 in electricity used. It costs you four, those are my number, four bucks in electricity used to get the same amount of power and you can carry it anywhere. You never have to add gas. You never, so any two, 3,600 watts is a very it's a very nice generator so you can run almost any power tool any big equipment any saw any air compressor um think of the 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 even like in boats a lot of boats and 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 rvs have batteries that you have to charge this can triple the amount of time you have to go between plugging those things in and i don't know i the equipment's coming so far and I get so excited about it. I mean, one walkie I, I love, but just being able to carry this around and, and charge whatever I need, whenever I need it, the fridge goes out in your house. I could literally run every freezer and fridge in my house for two days off this battery and wait for the power to come on. And that's a heck of a backup plan to have. It's uh, I always like to see you get so excited over a new innovation. You know, and, and it's not heavy. Corey, I go up and down two stories with my equipment all the time. So I know my, 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 my guys call me a weight conscious Nimrod half the, half the days because that, that makes a difference to me. You know, you get fatigued, you know, I get older, but I can go up, uh, up on a roof and set this there. No problem. And compared to a gas generator. And I don't know about you. It seems like every time I have mixed gas with me or because of equipment, I have mixed gas on me or in my equipment or over my truck. I, I don't care what I do to a gas can. I can't stop spilling this stuff. It's just, it's everywhere. So it's a full court press to get rid of the mixed gas. And our good friends of Milwaukee stepped up It just came out, literally got in my hands for the first time last week. And yeah. it's awesome. Very exciting. You're very excited. And, and you know what, Andy, I'm excited because in, in our next episode, we're going to unveil a new game called repair or replace we'll do that next time thanks andy 